is the driving force of every autoimmune disorder that's out there, and that's uh, the driving force of every um, uh, uh, every type of burden that our body is carrying day in and day out. So you know, I, I'm. At Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we're giving people tools and alternatives to drugs and surgery. And I believe that all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And the stronger your nutritional base, the stronger you are uh, at dealing with the challenges of life. And so I will absolutely uh, say that all you have to do is just stay to the course, keep working on getting your mineral base intact, uh, working on getting your... Um, immune system uh, strong by doing what we call sequential immune upregulation programs. And if you are having symptoms, man, let us know. We've got some uh, ideas and tools that will help give your body symptom relief and help your body, you know, cut the uh, suffering time down, so to speak, so that you're not, you know, dealing with uh, a lot of the um, the aftermath that you read about. But remember, um, an infection is an infection is an infection. Uh, and so, you know, on that note, just take a, a healthy body matters. This is where uh, strong immune systems and a strong, good diet and a good water habit is all good things. So anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited to be on the radio today. We're talking about allergies. We're talking about the pesticides in the air. And, um, and we're talking about food allergies, different things that people are dealing with that's sabotaging their immune system and sabotaging their vibrance and sabotaging their vitality. And we want to give people, you know, a better direction to go. Where do we go whenever you have symptoms, you've been dealing with symptoms day in and day out, and every time the weather changes, you have a negative symptom. I mean, think about the people that are out there um, that are dealing with symptoms needlessly or symptom patterns that they were not genetically born with. And a lot of times it comes down to burdens that our body is carrying. And a lot of these can be food allergies. And so we're going to take a little bit, a bit of time this morning and talk about um, the different types of allergens that people are exposed to that inflame their body and cause their body to suffer more and more and more. So um, if you have questions, you can just uh, email those over or you know text those threads in and uh, we'll answer those. And you know we're just glad that people are um, tuning in. So thanks for sharing, liking, and commenting on our video. So when we talk about food allergies, we're looking at the most common food allergies that people deal with day in and day out are uh, wheat, dairy, corn, and soy. And so why are these food allergies such a problem? Well, I think they're actually not really allergies as much as they are toxins that we are ingesting. And I think that a lot of people think they're food. They're, I mean, because good marketing says um, these things are good for our bodies, that they're on the bottom of the, uh, you know, the recommended food pyramids or, you know, the diet recommendations that we're supposed to have seven to 11 servings of grain every day for you know, adequate fiber. And I'm all for that, except that when you eat food that is make-believe, the best you'll ever have is make-believe health. And so I'm always trying to see people evaluate on their food logs, what they're eating, letting them see the amount of sugar they're getting into, the amount of inflammation that they're getting into. Because if you're having a symptom pattern that you're not genetically born with, if you're having itchy, watery eyes, if you've got hives, if you've got rashes, if you've got you know drippy down the back of the throat, whatever your ailment is that's on this allergy vein, 
it might be something environmental. I had a patient coming in every time the weather changed, every time the uh, a storm would blow in. He was about three years old. He would get a cold. He'd get a sinus infection and an upper respiratory tract infection. And so, I found that like working with him uh, over the last four months, it, it it's resolved itself for the most part. Like now, instead of him getting a violent infection with lots of mucus and lots of drainage um, and lots of, uh, of ear trouble and, and pulling at the ears. Um, now we're we beat you know a, a weather change. Or well, here we are going through another weather change, and and it's amazing that if you give the body enough time and you decrease the burdens, you follow through the recommendations, you eliminate some of these things that are poisons uh, to the body. All of a sudden, things begin to change. And so for this little guy, it was a we were just getting into too many of the little you know easy go snacks, you know the applesauce snacks and things like that. Those are good. And and so. Um, but they are sugar. Yeah, they're you know? not good for and, you, and, but they taste good. And and, 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 <laughs> and when the second or third ingredient is um, is sugar, even if it's organic cane sugar, it's still a problem, and it will weaken the immune alliance, and it'll make you more susceptible to allergens. Uh, and, and so we have to look at what is the body dealing with that causes it to be susceptible to the environment and to be susceptible to, you know, fragrances or sensitive to pesticides. I have patients that have to call into work whenever they fumigate their offices because they, they get migraines. I have people that whenever the pest man comes to their house, they come in and they will have anxiety issues. And they'll have blood pressure issues. And, and we have millions of tons of, you know, stuff sprayed in the air. We have um, just chemical plants alone. Being down here in the southeast, we have, uh, you know, Bayport, Texas City, we got Laporte and Pasadena, Deer Park. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're like in this melting pot of fumes constantly being put up in the air. So our bodies are constantly dealing with more environmental allergens than people that live in the trees or live by the water or and, and aren't like exposed to a lot of this stuff. And when you get into a what I would what what I would call like these allergens that people experience, it's like you cross over a threshold. If I can keep you below the threshold, you'll never have a symptom. You won't get itchy, watery eyes. You won't have the hives and the rashes and the drippy down the back of the throat, the uh, ears that are you know constantly giving you trouble and the head pressure. And you're like, whoo, what's that all about? And 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 that comes from burdens that we're putting in our body. So if you put in enough burdens just in your daily living exercises. Uh, then all of a sudden you're more susceptible to environmental chemicals, pollutants. And the more toxic your liver is or the more backed up your liver is, the more sluggish your bowels are, the allergens begin to percolate out of another orifice. You should be pooping these out or peeing these things out. But if you can't get them out of the tissues, then all of a sudden they back up into the high sinus, the high lymph system. They go out your ears, eyes, nose, and throat, and you start feeling these, these pains. All right, so how do you, how do you start getting off of uh, dairy products? All right, well, number one, first recognize that it's a make-believe food. It's loaded with, pa it's pasteurized, it's homogenized, it's hormone-laden, it's got antibiotics in it. It is not the same chemical makeup of milk coming out of Elsie the cow. And so we have to, recognize that, okay, if, what is the process of homogenation pasteurization? 
Well, it's a, it's a, it's basically a bacterial treatment. It is to, you know, uh, boil it and mutate. It winds up mutating the proteins, and so the proteins that we're bringing into the body begin to inflame the digestive tract. And when the digestive tract gets inflamed, over time, it allows that other things that we're bringing in, pollens and environmental stuff, to cross over the, the gut uh, barrier into the blood, which creates an, uh, an immune response. And that immune response has to be dealt with by your immune system. And depending on how effective your body is at dealing with these environmental toxins, you'll either process it right back out through the liver and then you'll you know pee it out or poop it out, or it'll get stuck in the lymph system and your body will have to find another way to get these uh, toxins out of the system. And these are toxins because anything your body can't use by definition is a toxin. Mm -hmm. And so when we look, you, you know, I think even we can overuse these an, uh, antiseptic, you know, killing agents. And, and when we do that uh, in the, in, when we constantly sterilize our air, uh, we're, our, there's no saying when we, when we drink water, if you either filter your water or you become the filter. Well, the same with these, these device, uh, sprays and aerosols that, we, that we're using. Um, they come in through our nose and our lungs and our lungs have to filter out what is valuable, the oxygen, and, and then it, but it also has to deal with the toxin you know, the chemicals that are in that stuff. And, and so although they can be beneficial in killing off bugs, they can also be poisons for our body. So there's like, you know, a price to pay. So how do we gauge, you know, how much of these things to use? So I find that I'd rather, you know, use them in situations, bathrooms, for example, like mm -hmm. where people are a little bit more messy with their bodily fluids, right? Um, the, I think it's, or like you know, if you've got kids, I mean, kids' bathrooms, you've got to disinfect these areas. Uh, but do we need the amount of chemicals that we're using or is there natural solutions? Like you could use apple cider vinegar, you, you know, uh, alcohol-based, uh, you know, things that aren't as contaminant. You've got thieves oil, you've got melaleuca or tea tree uh, type uh, solutions. And these are valuable tools, especially whenever, you know, if you have a, if a concern about spreading germs or anything like that, you've got uh, melaleuca is a very powerful um, uh, uh, and, and, and a microbial. You can rub it on your hands and go to town. and Or you can use thieves or clove. Um, you can take in garlic. And, and these are good things, just as an aside, I don't know why I keep jumping back over there. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you, your, your diet's going to play a big part in dealing with allergies. So when people come into our office, we give people a food log and we want them to fill these things out because people don't realize how much you can get through assessing the um the diet mm -hmm. you know because what you eat matters and 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 food is medicine and so if you eat food that isn't giving your body energy and vitality then all of a sudden um your 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 foundation's weak and you do that seven days you do that 30 days, you do that 365 days throughout the year, all of a sudden uh, you're not on your A-game anymore and your body is uh, really starting to deteriorate. And it, and just because you know you don't eat well today and you're not sick today doesn't mean it didn't have some kind of negative impact on you overall. 
Can your body rebound and recover from that? Of course it can. And that's the beautiful thing about our bodies. We've just got to give it the right environment and the right time frames and the right resources to, to, you know, to, to adapt back into a healthy state. And I think a lot, oftentimes we think health is a indicator of no symptoms uh, ever. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I've been noticing is, you know, how many times should you go in and brush your teeth? Probably after you eat. Yeah. That's what I'd say. But how many people do, I mean, how often do you think people brush their teeth? Two times a day. All right. How many times do you think they floss their teeth? Um, I floss my teeth once a day. All right. So at least once. Right? Yeah. But it's, it's probably fair to say that. You should maybe after you eat. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe people don't at all. Right. Right. You know, but we've trained people that taking care of your teeth is an important thing. How often should you get a cleaning? You're supposed to go two times a year. Yeah. Okay, how, uh, how often should you rotate the tires on your car? Every so many thousand miles. I should probably do that today, Yeah. now that you mention yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably right? a good time. <laughs> you go ahead and rotate those tires, too, if you're thinking like that. Yeah. And, uh, and so we know that there's some level of maintenance that has to be done in order to take care of our possessions uh, and to take care of our teeth. But why haven't it, has anybody taught us that we need to take care of the body? You know, if you're exposed to environmental pollutants on the regular, like if you work in a chemical plant Mm -hmm. or if you live around a chemical plant. I mean, I remember growing up, we could smell the, it was football weather. Where'd you grow up? In Deer Park. Deer Park, yeah. And uh, I could, we could smell uh, (sighs) football weather chemicals in the air because they they, they would cook the same stuff every year at the same time. The good stuff, yeah. And and who knows what kind of benzenes and petroleum based, you know, crazies that we've been, we were breathing in and, um. But, I mean, I, and it's weird. I mean, and you know, some people, they smell pizza and they go, oh, it brings back so many good memories. Little I, league. I, can, I, can, think of, I <laughs> yeah. can smell the air and go, oh, yeah, I was at the football game mm-hmm. Friday night. I was, the, you know. But uh, <clears throat> the environment can be a burden that our bodies are dealing with. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't. The weather shouldn't affect you. Like, you shouldn't get sick when the seasons change. Your body should adapt and deal with it. Does that mean that, you know, uh, I, I don't have any symptoms? It doesn't, but it doesn't mean that it, I should have symptoms either. Like it's common, but not normal. It, and a lot of times when you have sneezing fits or you have a lot of drainage down the back of the throat or your body is um, dealing with some sort of allergen and, and that is your body's response to something it doesn't want. It's trying to expel a toxin from your face <laughs> you know you're gonna hack it up cough it up blow it out your nose and and that's good and i think that ultimately um we can come in and support organ systems in the body and support the diet and get people to recognize you know where they're putting in the wrong food and then you know so what does life look like off of dairy i mean i took this fell off of uh, cheese yesterday i mean you you don't think i'd have taken away his uh, hmm. his favorite possession like it was a, a borderline, you know, begged, bartered, and pleaded. No, 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 easy. Not the like, dairy. What the dairy? Yeah. And 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 people, you know, know that I'm pretty anti-dairy. But I mean, I don't really think I'm I'm anti things that aren't real. You know, there's like if you feed dairy products to baby cows, they will die. I mean, it's really it's not a, it's it's not satisfactory for even the very beast that it was designed for. Mm-hmm. Once we've pasteurized it, homogenized it, mutated the proteins, boiled off any value in the fats, 
and added back the hormones and the chemicals that uh, we have to to make it preser preservable on the shelf for the length of time that it is. And, and then the same thing is beginning to happen with gluten. I, I know still people believe that, you know, gluten uh, is a fad and there's no way that dairy could possibly be bad for us. I mean, after all, they sell it at the grocery store, you know. And, uh, but when you hybridize, but basically means you chemically alter the, the wheat plant to, per, to have a fake synthesized uh, protein in it, gluten, and then you genetically modify the wheat plant, we're not eating real food. And when you don't eat real food, you can't expect real health. Does that make sense? Yes. Hey, there's a question about dairy and milk specifically. This is from Connie, and she asked about, um, it, I think it's almond milk. Is almond milk okay to drink? Because we were talking about, you know, dairy, it's usually not the best for you, but what about almond milk? So the nut milks are great, um, and it's always better to make your own nut milk. You can get way more nutritional value out of it. They're not. It's not overly difficult to make, and uh, once you kind of get a pattern and a routine for it, I mean, you could Pinterest how to make a, a good quality nut milk, uh, whether it's, you know, almond, whether it's cashew. Um, very, they, these are good you know, alternatives. <clears throat> the uh, almond milk has higher con uh, concentration of calcium than your dairy milk. And, of course, it's not going to have the, the fat content if you, you know, do like a whole milk. Mm -hmm. but, but, again, <clears throat> the, we, don't, we don't need to be looking for dairy to provide our basis for why we're not going to uh, why we're not going to have strong bones the reason you don't have strong bones uh, and or good health is because you're not eating enough green leafy vegetables to get adequate fiber adequate uh, vet, uh, vegetable minerals from those nutrients and that's where a lot of people go towards you know this dairy conversation well what about the bones well that's just good marketing you know, strong bones, strong you know, it, it, milk does a body good or whatever. Those ads are gone. The reason those ads are gone is because you can't false advertise, you know. And, and that's um, almond milk is a more calcium-rich nutrient. And I know there's some people that are, they say the carrageenan uh, in these store-bought almond milks um, are something we have to be mindful of. And it is, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, it's far better than um, pasteurized, homogenized you know, milk. So the store-bought ones would be a better option yeah. if you if you have to pick the two. But, and, and, but make sure that if you do do an almond milk, it needs to be unsweet, like because there's eight grams of sugar in these sweetened versions. And so that sugar then, you know, is just like, it puts it in the same category as the homogenation, pasteurization, and the, or genetic engineering of the, of the, of the food. We've got to take in the, uh, uh and look at these ingredients and make sure that what we're putting in our body isn't artificial sugars, real sugar. We need to be avoiding that. I mean, I picked up a spice uh, off the shelf the other day and the second ingredient, and it was an organic spice. And the second ingredient was organic cane sugar. And I go, <laughs> wow, I just paid 11 bucks for an organic sugar, you know, with some extra paprika or, you know, whatever in it. And, but it uh, says organic, so it's got to be good, right? It makes you feel better, yeah. right? Or? And so that's why we get we have to be mindful. Don't just read the label, name. Read the ingredients. What's in it? You know, because uh, if if you buy an almond milk that's got eight grams of sugar, 
I'm telling you, that isn't going to serve you any better. If you get into a cookie and a Coke, you can paralyze your immune system for up to eight hours. And so this is where people really start you know, having a challenge when they're, they don't understand why they're, they're getting reoccurring infections or why that little boy was having so many head and uh, in, in chest congestion, coughs and drainage down the back of his throat and out his nose is because he was getting into even too much sugar in the form of fruit. And you know what I mean? So like we, we, we think vegetables and fruit, how much vegetables and fruit do you eat? Oh, I eat, you know, six servings a day. But what do you eat? Oh, five of those are corn. fruit, you know, or <laughs> yeah. it's corn and it's not a vegetable at right. all. It's a starch, a grain. And, and so uh, grain products like your wheat, that is when they hybridize and genetically engineered this, this again, this is not real food. And so now we've got twofold of an issue. Yes, it has fiber in it, but it can slow down bowel motility up to 37% because your body, it's a foreign beast in your system. And so your body's like, what is this stuff that I, I am consuming? And, and, and so now the bowels get slow. The liver gets slow and sluggish. It backs up into your lymphatics. It comes out your sinus, head, uh, eyes, nose, throat. And all of a sudden, you, you're struggling with environmental things because now the weather's changing and uh, you're like, huh, I can't win for losing right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when you need to intervene. That's when you can come in and we can do gut restoration protocols We can and, and strengthen your digestive tract. If you've inflamed it to a point where it needs to be healed, we've got to clean it up and we've got to heal it. We can do that. At Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, um, we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery. We give people a boost in their cellular structure to make it perform better just by feeding people. You know, uh, it's amazing the amount of things that we see happen on the on a daily basis in our office because of good nutrition. Here's a question. This one is from Connie. She uh, she said, I'm a label reader due to some allergies due to dairy. And she wants to know what is the best way to get your calcium? Is it through veggies? And if so, which are the best? Yep. So green leafy vegetables are absolutely your best. And then uh, I also would say that extra mineral. So like I have yet to have somebody come in that was even a vegetarian, like a, a, a good vegetarian too, like not just a carbitarian, but I mean somebody that supposedly eats real, you know, vegetables um, that didn't need extra minerals. And I think a lot of the reason that like, I remember uh, in the olden days when we would read philosophy books on chiropractic and whatnot, um, the, B.J. Palmer, people, the medical community would send a lot of their patients to him and say, you know, we, we don't know what to do for you, but there's this crazy guy down the road that you can go see. <laughs> yeah. And he seems to be getting people better right and left. And they'd, and they'd go down to B.J.'s office, and, and, and B.J. would do what he did. And, and it was just primarily chiropractic work, you know, structural neurological corrections. And all of a sudden, he uh, was getting results that nobody else was getting. And today chiropractic still sees miraculous, amazing things. Uh, but I think the, the uh, toxic burden that we are carrying today compared to the 1950s is so much greater that uh, our bodies aren't seeing those miraculous changes with just a structural alignment. And so we have to get in there and remineralize you, if you will. So we come in with things like calcium lactate, uh, and magnesium lactate, they are 
one chemical reaction away from being usable in the body, so they're very bioavailable. When you buy a calcium product, and if it says calcium carbonate, for example, uh, the carbonate is a 11 chemical reactions away from usability. It's a cheap sidewalk chalk. It's a, it's a cheap rock, like trying to chew the calcium out of rocks. Well, we don't, <laughs> we don't eat rocks. You know what I mean? We need things that we can uh, tear apart with our teeth, and mm -hmm. then we can extract out the nutrients. And so green leafy vegetables are absolutely going to provide you more of the bang for your buck. Spinach, great one. Uh, you know, kale, your green leafy uh, lettuce leaves, uh, romaine lettuce, um, the, uh, the Swiss chard, those really deep red veined uh, plants. They don't always taste the best initially because we just don't know how to cook them, but they, they cook up well. If you cut them up fine enough, it's, you, it's how you introduce them into a salad. They give it some deeper color, some, and then you kind of like, wow, that's not, not bad, you know? And you mix and match some of your other uh, lettuces together, and it, it comes down to rabbit food. I mean, it's where your calcium is, you know? And, and then also, you can get a lot of fiber from these areas, and fiber is great in making sure that we can extract out chemicals and pesticides and um, metals and pollutants that our body is exposed to. It acts as a binder. It acts as a street sweeper in order to kind of keep the intestinal lining open and clear. And and you should be reaching to veggies as your fiber source over grains because the grains are so denatured. I mean, Europe doesn't uh, have the amount of hybridization of gluten that we have. And I have patients that come back from European trips and they can eat the bread over there and, and not have any problem. They can eat uh, the dairy over there and have le less problems. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I have thoughts around that. I mean, I've looked this up that, you know, dairy products, the FDA allows 750 million pus cells to be found in uh, a, um, a gallon of milk. That's like legal to sell, right? And so uh, that's infection, by the way. I mean, that's not good. Um, Europe allows 350 million pus cells. Okay, so uh, that's interesting. So there's a level of infection we're allowing to be our bodies to be exposed to uh, just by consuming these things. And I've got patients that will come home thinking, oh, I'm healed. I, can, I had the bread over there. I was fine. I, and I come mm -hmm. home and I eat the bread or I drink the milk. And all of a sudden, inflammation insist you know it comes on like a vengeance and it comes on worse than ever and it, and it drops them like a bad habit and so we have to uh, help people recognize that again the food quality that we are consuming is low in minerals most people aren't eating enough minerally rich food anyway and so where do we start we start with the at the at the, at the basics we start at breakfast you know protein and fats for breakfast start your day that with fuel logs on a fire and those fuel logs on a fire are going to be your proteins and fats eggs sausage bacon um good place to start those all sound good to me by the way i love all those yeah and then if you're me yesterday morning i had uh, avocado oil tomatoes and chicken that was my breakfast and i sauteed that in a little skillet warmed mm -hmm. it up you know cut my chicken up in little pieces because i had, had it already cooked from the previous day and I mean, that was, I was like, this is, I could eat this every day, you know? And, and it, maybe it's a, you, you, it, maybe you're in a real pinch and a real hurry, but you had read the labels and you bought turkey and you're from the deli that wasn't laden with 17 other high fructose corn syrup ingredients or partially hydrogenated oil ingredients or MSG or anything like that. And you're like, wow, 
I could do a beet roll up. I mean, deli meat might not be the best, but it 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 will be better than you eating bread, rice, cereal, pasta, potatoes, or bread, rice, cereal, uh, and you know some sort of fake milk to go on top of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if we start our day right, we will most assuredly end it more right. And it doesn't mean that we do that perfectly every day, but I just find that when I get people to start their day right, they snack right, they don't have the the ebbs and flows in blood sugar where they're reaching for excess um, sugar to get through their day. They don't have the afternoon crash. They don't have that you know dip where they're craving uh, foods that are what, what I would call artificial rocket fuel. Here's a here's a comment. This is from Tammy, and this is something that I've seen you do before, Doctor Chapa. But she said dinner is my favorite breakfast. You know, sometimes we're used to like, oh, it has to be cereal, it has to be the pastry. Oh, it's a breakfast food, but you can also start your day with the salad. You know, maybe something leftover that you had healthy for dinner. Just uh, eat it in in the morning. Why not? Yeah, I, I go to a, a little restaurant in my area called Skipper's, and um, he's an authentic Greek restaurant, and I will. Uh, I walk in and they know exactly what I want. You know, I want a, a small Greek salad, no feta, no pita, and with gyro meat or with grilled chicken, you know, and most time it's with the gyro because it's different, it tastes good, and I get the salad dressing on the side, so I just dip a little in there, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not perfect, but I mean, it's not laden with MSG, you know what I mean? It's got, it's it's good enough. And, and working, you know, in this area long enough, and you go in some of these restaurants, I go to the same places a lot because I know I feel great after I eat. So, I'll yes, I'll eat a salad the size of my head for breakfast. I'll eat a little bit of protein with it. Uh, like I said, yesterday I had chicken and tomatoes. And, and people go, you can have dinner for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. You can have breakfast for dinner, too. You can have breakfast for dinner, too. Mix it up. I mean, yeah. and, I mean really throw yourself off. I mean, confuse your mind, <laughs> you know? No. Um, and, and that's right. You could have bacon and eggs for dinner like if you're in a hurry or you just don't feel like doing something extravagant man you know throw some i mean my son wanted some poached eggs the other day so me him and uh lexi we 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 put a tablespoon of water in a muffin tin dropped an egg in there Mm -hmm. 350 five minutes poached egg it was easy I remember watching people boil water and then dropping the egg down in there and poaching it, and it's like floating around. You can't get it all to hold together, and it was always a mess, and it never worked out for me, so I never poached eggs. But I had saw something on Pinterest, and I was like, that looks easy, and I gave it a shot. And guess what? It worked great, and my kids love it. You know, Lexi doesn't like boiled eggs, hates them, as a matter of fact. She doesn't like scrambled eggs. But (laughs) you give her a runny, sunny-side-up egg, she'll eat it all day long. So, you know, change, uh, change up the, the methodology. Sometimes, like we, my, my, one of my daughters wanted cinnamon eggs this morning, so we made her an egg, and we sprinkled some cinnamon over the top of it. And I, you go, that sounds gross, except that you eat it when you do French toast. You know what I mean? The only difference is that there's a piece of bread. In our case, we wanted to start the day right, so we just gave the protein and the fat, and, and we put the log on the fire. Cinnamon helps balance your blood sugar. Uh, and cinnamon makes it feel and smell like French toast. And bada bing, bada bing, they're they're eat, they're eating a good, healthy start to breakfast. And and so when we when we start working with uh, patients, we're trying to help them see new methodology in living in in the 21st century. You know, and and um, and you can totally start your day right. And and uh, and I 
I literally have built a whole practice on just helping people start their day right and getting them to fuel their body right and then getting them to start reducing their uh, intake of inflammatory food. Mm -hmm. I had a patient yesterday come in and he was celebrating because he did the detox, but we allowed him to stay on the protein because he just could not fathom the idea of not having protein for 21 days. It's hard. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah. it is, and it can be. And, and that's one thing that deters people. And my, what I want to say to that is don't let any preconceived notion of what you think a detox is, should be, uh, and why it won't work for you, um, steer you away from having the conversation. Because what I've found is if, if I can just get your liver to start cleansing, if I can get the metabolism to start ramping up, you will feel the shift and the change in your body and you will absolutely positively start seeing results that you w couldn't see before. And, and so when we start looking at things like um, symptoms of itchy, watery eyes or sneezing attacks or sneezing in the middle of the night or sneezing when you walk outside or, or you find you're, you're always dealing with an environmental issue, um, when you see all that pollen showing up on your cars, and we're there. I mean, this is the season. It's time. Yeah. And, and when we see that, we are going to have a solution to help clean you up. Do you think I clean up the sinuses? No. I clean up the liver, and I clean up the limp. I clean up the digestive tract, and I clean up the diet. And while doing that downstream work, the sinuses aren't used as an exit channel, and you don't develop allergies into infections. That's cool. And then people aren't on antibiotics. The people are not on um, these anti-allergy histamines. And we're al allowing the body to function like it was designed to. And it should clear off the waste downstream, giving your body a chance to feel alive and vibrant, not sick and congested. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. So there was a comment earlier, and we were talking about the uh, the detox, and someone said how you had helped their allergies by clearing up their liver, which I thought was pretty interesting. And it's it's interesting the way the body works and how that stuff kind of goes around. But um, whenever we were talking about almond milk, it reminded me of the detox because what I would do is take that unsweetened almond milk and mix it with some of the supplements that, that we had, like some of the powder and the protein and, and all that other stuff. And it made it a little bit different than just using water because I've done it and used water before. But the, the almond milk gave it a different consistency, and it also, maybe it was in my head, but helped keep me, like, full, you yeah. know? And, 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 and I think that finding shakes is a hard thing to do because <clears throat> a lot of to times today, the buzzwords have been figured out. They know to put gluten-free on a shake label. They know to put dairy-free, corn-free, you know. They, they know what to p take out of it so people will start buying it. But here's what I, I've now found uh, is that still the quality of the proteins that they're using, the ingredients that they're using, they could use the echinacea in the product. They could use, um, but it's the wrong part of the plant that they're advertising it for because there's no, there's no um, mandate that it has to be the right part of the plant. They could just get, you know one piece of it that doesn't have the therapeutic value because it's obviously more expensive to harvest some of these things correctly and to get the root system and, and to make sure that you get the, the, the added value or the protein source that they're using is a poor quality, you know, rice protein, pea protein or sorts. And, and that could, that, that just, that can still hurt you, right? You know, we, mm -hmm. you can, and, and so we have to make sure that we vet out and know where we're getting these 
um, shakes and are they of quality? So I have a lot of people bring me plant-based, you know, vegan proteins um, from different stores and I have to look at it and go, well, yeah, I can see how this is confusing. I'll make a phone call to the company and, and get a certificate of analysis to find out the ingredients are just absolutely terrible that they're putting in it. Mm-hmm. And, name, and name brand companies, like people that really trust products. Uh, I mean, and I'm shocked. And so like everything that I use at my office, I have vetted out and, and made sure that like if there's an issue, I mean, oftentimes they call me first. Yeah, there was somebody the other day I was talking to, they, and they actually had a phone call, and they said that was my nutritionist or whatever. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I happen to be a nutritionist. Well, it's not really. I'm not a nutritionist myself. <laughs> but I talk to one every week, and, you know, I, I didn't even say any of that. I was like, oh, I said I have, I have a friend, and, you know, he's he does some really cool stuff and uses some standard processed products, and I was kind of just throwing some stuff out there to see if – just throwing her the bait to see yeah. if she was going to pick up and see how much she knew. <laughs> how, did, how did it go? So she was like, well, I don't really like standard process because of A, B, and C. And I, the stuff she was telling me, I was like, I know for a fact that's not – but I wasn't going to argue because yeah, – yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, eh, I think I know I, – I feel like I know the, the product and the person who, who vets the, pro, the, the product and they, they know a little bit more about this. And so I was just like, oh, okay. You know, it works for me. You know, yeah. that's cool. And, and, and it's interesting, right, like how um, – Again, there's always more than one way to skin a cat, right? But you still need to be mindful. Be mindful that you know what you're bringing in might very well look good on the label, but it could potentially be you know something that's uh, creating a level of toxicity in your body that you weren't intending. Yeah. And so I'm. I, I just have to you know put that out there because I've found that 97.5 percent of the the products bought. Uh, on the market today are either not safe or not effective, and we have to. Make sure that what you know, in our office, everything that we do is results driven. Like if you if a person comes in and they're not seeing any level of change with no level of you know explanation for that change, um, they're not sticking around. You know, and we we're a, dr- a results driven society. People want answers and they want to, you know um, to see the answers lead to a better result that they had. And so I'm always out. I was at a seminar this weekend just talking about you know. Um, perimenopause and and what females are going through in that in-between stage when their body hasn't figured out how to go into menopause yet but it hasn't quite it's not quite fertile anymore either and uh, and and so I'm constantly researching and studying and and learning and developing and going back to the basics I mean I've been through a seminar like this four to five times in the last 15 years and and I still walk away with 20 new nuggets of like wow the complexities and so for a person that just watches a YouTube video or um, you know Google search one Google search you know Dr. Google doesn't have all the answers and a lot of times Dr. Google and YouTube will scare the tar out of you I saw a meme that said hey the people who are constitutional experts last week are like <laughs> you know infectious <laughs> virus experts this week um, yeah I saw that it's me and, it's and, me <laughs> right. and, 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 and we do we kind of like speak out of both sides of our mouth and we really need to submit to the training and teaching of others because I'm all for the do-it-yourself market except that people have not been taught how to evaluate their bodies and one of the things that I would say about Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is we teach people how to evaluate their bodies to get in tune with what their body <clears throat> is going through like how to assess bowel habits bowel hygiene how to assess urine flow time of day how to assess how you're feeling emotionally. Like I, I, I found patients that if they haven't had a bowel movement on time throughout the day, they will be more gr- grumpy and irritable. 
and they start when they start picking up on this stuff and they start recognizing that this is a truth they go that's crazy like nobody's ever taught me that yeah i know you know nobody we're not being taught how to do self-assessment and self-assessment is powerful it's an old it's it's old folk remedies i mean in the olden days to get a doctor to come to your house was complicated you know to ride a horse out to the house and you know you're sick in bed and that's why you know a lot of people did die of scarlet fever rheumatic fever uh, and all the different other types of bacterial viral patterns is because we didn't have the the resources and it took time for the doctor to even get there people live so far away too yeah yeah so uh, we but what i know is for every and here and this is encouraging for this coronavirus for every infectious problem out there every venomous biting insect or poisonous plant or dart frog toxicity that we could get exposed to for every thing that's attacking us there's two to three antidotes how cool is that god put on this earth an opportunity for you to get well two to three times the the chance of getting sick and so we have options it's whether or not you know about them and just because you don't know about them doesn't mean they don't exist and if you've been trying stuff and it ain't working or if you're laid up in bed for three weeks four weeks five weeks and you haven't found an answer to your situation man let's try something different you know because mm -hmm. if you if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result that is insanity that's crazy talk like who does that and and but a lot of people just don't know some people um don't want to and you know and i always come back that helps me come to this statement because like it's hard for me to watch people suffer needlessly um and not ask for help or get in you know, when they've been doing it their way for so long and it ain't working and so um i come to this it's well it's their life it's their health it's their choice so you know you're in control more than you realize and and what you put in your mouth determines how your day is going to go i assure you if you're feeling allergies if you're having if you get hives often every time you get come out of a shower i mean it's the weird the thing the things that people bring in you know what i mean um and, and if you have constant upper respiratory stuff going on or you feel that constant drizzle drip down the back of your throat there is something going on in your body that isn't draining properly and so those symptoms are like that little pipe outside your kitchen window when you see that drip 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 start to happen you know that you've got a pipe clogged somewhere mm -hmm. and that's your check engine light when your check engine light comes on on your house or on your car you take it in and get it assessed you're supposed to well sometimes people leave it on and that's when you start to have issues and the car ends up breaking down and you're shocked and then you're yeah, yeah then you're shocked yeah what you're, happened what happened <laughs> the lights i don't understand <laughs> you know and and so the way i the way I, I i never just because i have no symptoms i never assume that i'm healthy or well Mm -hmm. I'm constantly working at the game. And so I know it's allergy season. And, and guess what? The allergy season to me is like a, a trigger. Hey, it's time to do some non-infectious allergy work. What can I do to prepare my body for seasonal changes? You know, with, especially when blossoms are, and the stuff starting to bloom and things are happening, right? Yeah. Liver and regulating the lymphatics and allowing your body from a lung perspective to dry up. If we can dry up the uh, these tissues, all of a sudden, you, 
your your body is able to throw the excess into um, the the waste basket, so to speak, and then you're able to excrete it out, and it doesn't go out a secondary exit channel. So you have multiple secondary exit channels, and you have a primary exit channel. Your primary exit channel are your bowels. So a lot of times if you hear me talk, I always come back down to the bowels. Like 80% of everybody's suffering comes back to the bowels. 90 plus percent of people's suffering comes from self-inflicted choices. That's stuff that you eat? Stuff that you eat, things you associate with, you know, like we're a con- work environment. It's things that we are doing to ourselves. Like in every profession has, you know, it's, it's opportunity cost. Like mm-hmm. if you're sitting behind a desk, you're prone to a sedentary lifestyle. So you've got to find ways to make sure that you keep your posture right. You've got to find ways to make sure that if the dude don't uh, move, the dude don't groove. We've got to mm-hmm. keep you moving so that we can keep you grooving. And, and so you've got to go and do things to stay active, you know, and, and, and then if, if, you're a, if you're working as a mechanic and you're exposed to fumes and, and benzene products all day, petroleum products all day long, that stuff is getting into your body and getting into every cell structure very quickly. Within 30 days, everything's been affected. And you've been doing that for 27 years. You're, you've, you better be ahead of the game when it comes to detox. And you better integrate it because you're not 18 anymore. You've now got 47 years of accumulation or mm-hmm. 87 years of accumulation. And that accumulation leads why, is why people start developing things they didn't have 20 years ago. So just because you can get away with dairy as a teenager, you probably couldn't, but you just didn't know how to assess it. So people that go, well, I never had the problem before, that you know of, that's what I like to follow it up with, that you know of. Just because you don't know how to assess the fact that you were having rashes or you were having earaches as a kid or that you were having tonsillitis, you had your tonsils removed, just because you had belly pain and didn't realize that it was something that you were consuming on the regular and nobody could tell you, oh, I'm sorry that you went to like seven different doctors and they didn't tell you. Well, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They're not taught food. They're taught medicine. You know, And food and medicine are not the same. Food should be your first medicine all day, every day. All life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition, food, foundation, it drives your body up towards uh, onward, upward, goodward, and Godward, so I like to say, or it spirals you off into the, you know, the shallows. Into the unknown. Yeah. Have and you seen Frozen 2? Oh, yeah. Okay, just checking. You could sing it better probably than I could. Well, maybe, <laughs> but I doubt it. Not as good as the, as the record in the movie. So, yeah, but, yeah, nobody wants to spiral out of control. No, but it, it, but people yeah. are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and so I'm on, I'm on a mission. You know, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is passionate about, like, helping your body detox more naturally. It's to, to lower that accumulated burden. If you're dealing with allergies, no no doubt about it, allergies are a um, an accumulation problem. And it's coming out secondary exit channels, like your head. Your eyes, ears, nose, throat. Your pores. All of it. Your pores mm. is another secondary exit channel. Your skin and your lungs, this trash that's coming up out of our lungs. We're having a hard time breathing this stuff off. Um, our bodies are you know, pushing it out of the kidneys, and it's stressing out our blood pressure and causing our joints and body to swell. Our body stores toxins in the brain and in fat cells and in the joints. So, I mean, like, we, you, your body has backup plans, but let's not use them, but sell them. You know what I mean? Like, like only on the occasion when our body gets a little bit tilted out of uh, balance, but then you 
come in and be evaluated. Let Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center guide you to a better health. If you've got symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center will help you. We have a great website, justlivewell.com. We have, uh, our office number is 281-554-8600. We've got our upcoming allergy class at the office dealing with you know what products that you can take to fight off, ward off, deal with the environmental shifts that are going to transpire. And we want to give everybody you know a new resource on how to live better. And and it's amazing. A little bit of prevention is worth pounds and pounds of cure. They say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I'm a firm believer, if you take the bull by the horns, if you recognize that what you're doing isn't working and you need to course correct, you know, if you're on three to five medications as the average 50-year-old is, you cannot predict the amount of uh, accumulation and or biochemical processes taking place in your body. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got to slow down that path and start evaluating you, teaching you how to evaluate yourself, and so that you can start going, okay, this is common, this isn't normal, and I can start doing things differently so that I can feel better and I can live better one bite at a time, one day at a time. I had a friend that checked into your office the other day. Uh, her name's Sarah. And Hi, Sarah. Sarah, she may be watching, but she she posted, hey, I checked in, Dr. Chapa. You know, I was like, oh, that's cool. So I commented and said, because I was there the day before, and I had hooked up the TV in yes, the front, yep. so it was going to loop. Dr. Chapa, Chapa Talk. It was the uh, entire time. People so I, are freaking out. People are like, yeah. I didn't know you were a celebrity. He is. Yeah. And so <laughs> I asked Sarah, I was like, hey, just out of curiosity, I said, were, were they playing these uh, Ch- uh, Chapa Talk, these segments over and over and over? She said, yeah, they, they were. And I was like, how cool is that? You know, and she was saying it was good. I said, people could literally go sit in the office and learn. They'd have to wait. Yeah. And probably learn on any topic, any question that they had. Or just get hit up. at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, one, you on. should be sleeping. But, <laughs> yeah. And if you can't sleep, come see me. Um, <laughs> but you've got YouTube. Yeah. All of our videos are on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. And, and you know, technology's allowed like this this space where we can teach people how to live better, be better, stay better one bite at a time. And uh, I think that it, it's, it's shows like this, Guardy, that allow us to get a message to people and let people know that there's answers, you know? And, and some, some people bring me some pretty tough stuff and, and some people move faster than others and some people's bodies really fight and resist the change of, of, of chemical modulation. But that just means that your body is been really beat up over the years and we can we have to take the bull by the horns and do and, and wrestle that thing and we can't quit i mean because what do you quit to you quit into medications you i mean i mean i understand at times that's necessary but that shouldn't be the end oh it didn't work for me uh, no no remember you still are living on the planet you still need to be nourished mm-hmm. you still need to be strengthened the gut still needs to be reconditioned the lymphatics need to be processed and, and cleansed the liver ha- needs to be upregulated so it can do a better metabolic function for you so that your thyroid is more abundant your endocrine system is more intact your nervous system is more electrified and so that your body is more alert and functional so that it, you don't have the case of the suddenlies and that you're not left in shock <gasps> what happened how did this happen to me no, no, we don't want you to live like that. We want you to go, you know, I've been proactive, and yes, stuff happens, but I always have an answer. Whenever the coronavirus strikes, I got an answer. Whenever I, a flu strikes, I got an answer. Whenever I have belly pain, I got an answer. Whenever I'm constipated, I got an answer. Whenever your energy's you know, tanked, you got an answer. 
And and th- this is what I've been out to do is to give people the, the understanding of why their body's breaking down and what they can do to turn it around. And Jennifer and Dr. Amber and I and my office staff and team are here to support you. We want to walk you through the process of healing. We want to walk you pro- through the, 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 the challenges and the throws that life throws at us in the form of curveballs and symptoms and diagnoses and um, uncomfortability in our bodies and help you understand why your body is breaking down. And I'm, it, it's mind-boggling. Sometimes you think, I can do that myself. I can just assess myself. Well, that's great, except whenever you've been dealing with it you know, for months on end, years on end, let's, try, let's not let it go that long. Because the longer you wait, the more you know, susceptible to it rooting deeper or converting into something more aggressive and getting worse. And so sooner the better, you know, and uh, start today, you know, today's the day to get stuff rolling for you. And so visit our website, justlivewell.com. Give us a phone call, 281-554-8600, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Um, We are here for you guys. We're going to always, um, you know, be reaching out. We are doing some amazing things. I'm going to be at a Lions Club meeting this evening, uh, doing a talk uh, there this evening. League City Lions? I think so. Okay. And um, and I haven't looked that far on the calendar to see where I'm going yet. But yeah. Uh, uh, and, and you know it. We are we we we're doing a talk every month. We've got outreach programs every month, and we're doing some really great things at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center to make sure that you get the most up to date uh, health and wellness information to change the course and the trajectory of your life, your life, your family's life, and your generational next of kin life. And I just mm-hmm. pray that you all be well, that you guys know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has provided you answers and, and tools. I pray that your ears are open, your eyes are open, your heart is receptive, your mind is alert, and that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is the great physician. He will always uh, save. He will always heal. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he believes uh, in us. Do we? Will we receive it? So God bless you all. And y'all are also collecting items for the community baby shower at yes, your office. Yes, yes, we are. So, and we also are offering a discount. If you bring a um, a community baby shower gift to the office, uh, we will give you a coupon for a percentage discount at the office. That's so, cool. Uh, I hope that people will take advantage of that. Yeah, and if you haven't heard of our community baby shower, what we have going on is a open invitation to everybody in, in the area, anybody who is able to make it. I believe it's it's not this Saturday. Uh, I think it's next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be next Saturday because this Saturday is Zach Williams here at at, at, uh, at Abundant Life. So go to uh, ksbj.org to find information about that, buy tickets. But the community baby shower last year we had, uh, I think, around 400 mothers sign up this year. Wow. I'm not sure what the number is. Wow. But expecting mothers came into the building and they left with, with diapers and strollers, baby beds, some just like information. Yes. Um, there was a bunch of stuff given away. Uh, Red River Cantina, they gave us some gift cards yesterday just to give like his drawings like, hey, mom, go have go have lunch, go have dinner. You know, like those things are awesome, you know, just to be able to bless the community. And so I had uh, Benito's and Lamarck was like, hey, can I give? I was like, of course. So I'm gonna go pick up some gift cards from there. And uh, Dr. Chapa, he's collecting at his office and offering a discount as an incentive to you. So go take advantage of that. Absolutely. And and guys, I mean, you know, it's a it's a kind of a a thing sharing is caring right it's mm-hmm. one of those kind of goofy little memes or whatever but it, it there are people that are really in need and we can all um be a blessing to others and be the hands and feet of jesus and and, and share the love and so we just pray that you guys would um be a part of that and man if you haven't listened to some of zach williams uh in uh songs lately 
man, tune him in. He's he's a that boy jams. Yeah, we're giving away some tickets. So if you haven't seen that video on KTA, just like, share, comment on the video on social media, and you have the opportunity to go to Zach Williams. This thing is going to sell out, which is still mind blowing. Um, there's, I think, 3,800 tickets, and it's about it's about there. V- VIP sold out like within days. They had like a couple, like a hundred and something VIP meet and greet. That's this Saturday. Gone. Yeah, they are gone. And people were like, "Do you have any more?" I was like, "No, nobody knew. I would have thought to secure to give some away, but." They were instantly gone, pretty much. So, no, I don't have any. And I've been asked. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I have none. I would like to meet him. Get him in here. Well, yeah. I'm surp- I mean, he, he totally should be. He, um, is he, but he probably arrives on Saturday. I'll be here. Um, well, actually, I'm having my baby on Friday, so I'll have to bring my brand-new one-day-old baby and be like, hey, you know, so he can meet Zach. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I need to take a picture. Yeah, so that's yeah. cool. This is KTA Radio, 99.5. FM, if you're watching on social media, make sure you smash the share button on this stream. All right. Hey, Facebook, we're still here. We're still here. And uh, so I'm going to kind of explain what happened. I'm here. This morning, whenever we were starting the stream, we had some, some goofy stuff happen. And so I was like, Choppa, this is this may be what we do. Like, go for my phone. We'll record the video live on um, on our equipment and then post it to YouTube and all of our podcasting stuff. So that's what we had to do because Facebook was goofing on us. It would only let the stream be live for, like, four seconds, and then it would cut it off. So whenever you went and double-checked, you're like, hey, it's, it was live. But it just went for four seconds, and then it cut the stream. So I'm not sure what, what happened. Hey, Jeff from Main Squeeze said he'd give away some gift cards. That's awesome. Shout out to Main Squeeze. Yeah, we'll take we'll take some. If you have something and you want to donate, uh, reach out to me. Send me a message or KHEA Radio a message or Abundant Life a message, and we'll we'll make that happen and arrange somebody to come pick them up. That's that's amazing. I love you know supporting local businesses because local businesses give back to events like this, like community events where we're just trying to bless uh, some expecting moms in the community. My my wife is pregnant and she was supposed to give birth yesterday. I mean tomorrow. Yeah, she's like, I was telling one of my friends, she's like 11 months pregnant. Like now is the time. She is she is ready to go uh, full full term, but they're trying to schedule some stuff out. And it was supposed to be tomorrow, but they had to move it because she has the flu. And that's why I brought this in and Choppa thought I was joking. I was like, kind of. I was like, Dr. Choppa, I'm just, I don't want to spread anything. I don't want to spread anything. And But he was like get that away. Like I was trying to shake his hand and I was like, here, take some of this. And he was and like, like, no, I don't want that. So, hey, I'll see you guys. Y'all be blessed. Have a good day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.